Good morning. Let's begin our service by singing hymn number 119. Holy Spirit, source of gladness, come with all thy radiance bright. Lift all burdens and all sadness, or thy children shed thy light. Hymn number 119. Scriptural will be given by Nancy from New Jersey. 1 Corinthians. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Now there are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. And there are diversity of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. For to one is given by the spirit, the word of wisdom. To another, the word of knowledge by the same spirit. To another, faith by the same spirit. To another, the gifts of healing 
by the same Spirit. But all these work at that one and the same self-spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. For by one Spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. We will now have a moment of silent prayer and then follow with the Lord's Prayer and its spiritual interpretation as given in the Christian Science textbook. Our Father, which art in heaven, our Father, Mother, God, all harmonious. Hallowed be thy name. Adorable One, thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom is come. Thou art ever present. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Enable us to know, as in heaven, so on earth, God is omnipotent, supreme. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us grace for today. Feed the famished affections. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And love is reflected in love. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. And God leadeth us not into temptation, but delivereth us from sin, disease, and death. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. For God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love, over all and all. Let's now sing hymn number 154. 
In thee, O Spirit, true and tender, I find my life as God's own child. Within thy light of glorious splendor, I lose the earth clouds drear and wild. Hymn number 154. Welcome to the Sunday morning service of the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. We begin each Sunday morning here at 10 a.m. with our roundtable discussion. And we had another really good one this morning. So if you missed it or if you'd like to hear it again, you can find it on our website, plainfieldcs.com. And it will also be available on our YouTube channel. We have a Sunday school that meets for children that meets at 11 a.m. every Sunday. And that Sunday school uh, has its own teleconference number so that any child anywhere, anywhere, literally, can attend. 
And in fact, a lot of our Sunday school students are from out of state and they attend via that teleconference number. So if you don't live in the area and you have a child of Sunday school age, please call us. We'll be happy to give you the number and we'll be very happy to welcome your child to our Sunday school. We have a testimony meeting every Wednesday evening at 8.15 where you can hear testimonies of healings and lives literally saved through the study and practice of Christian science. And at all of our services, we have a nursery for infants and toddlers. So you can bring the whole family. We have 17 different websites, many in foreign languages, all providing the written word, also uh, music, also audio of really good books and articles to people from around the world, often in their own language. And we keep adding to it. And one of the articles that uh, we just featured on our English website is one that I found to be very helpful. It's entitled, uh, A Prayer by Mary Baker Eddy. And if you want a prayer to pray for yourself, this is the one. Recommend it very much. Everyone is welcome here. And that includes all of you who are listening and participating from around the world. Now we will have the reading of a testimony of healing from the chapter Fruitage in Science and Health by Mary Baker Eddy that attests to the healing power obtained by studying the Christian Science textbook. And that reading will be given this morning by Annie from Virginia. From page 621, Health and Peace Attained. For 15 years, I was a great sufferer physically and mentally. Eminent physicians treated me for hereditary consumption torpid liver, and many other diseases. I sought relief at Famous Springs, the ozone of Florida, and the pure air of Colorado, but in vain. My life was one ceaseless torture. During all this time, however, I was an earnest seeker after truth. I examined every religious teaching with a calm and unprejudiced attention. From an Orthodox Protestant, I became a skeptic and a follower of Voltaire, Tom Paine, and Ingersoll. Yet all the while I retained faith in a supreme intelligent being who made all. Sick, weary, doubting, and despairing, I accidentally went into a Christian science church in New York City on a Wednesday evening, not knowing what kind of a place it was. Seeing a large number of people going into the building, I followed, supposed that a marriage ceremony had attracted the crowd. Being informed it was their regular Wednesday evening service, I inquired as to the denomination. I concluded that it was another new fad, but after investigation, I procured a copy of Science and Health, promising I would read it carefully. I began reading the book on Tuesday, 
and finished on Friday of the same week. I was still in the dark. I laid the book down, involuntarily closed my eyes, and silently prayed to God. I remained in that attitude a few moments when I felt like the mariner who had been tossed for days upon a boisterous sea, the clouds bending low, the billows rolling high, all nature wrapped in darkness. In his despair, he kneels and commits his soul to God when he suddenly beholds the North Star breaking through the clouds, enabling him to guide his ship to the shores of safety. Many things were made plain to me. I saw that there is one fatherhood of God and one brotherhood of man, that though, quote, once I was blind, now I see, unquote, that there was no more pain, nor aches, no fear, nor indigestion. I slept that night like a babe and awoke next morning refreshed. There are now no traces whatever of my former complaint, and I feel like a new being. LP, New York, New York. The lesson sermon for this morning can be found on page 12 of the Independent Christian Science Quarterly. Subject, Spirit. The golden text is from 1 John. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. The responsive reading is from 1 John. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And, and every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in, in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now already is in the world. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They are of the world. Therefore speak they of the world, and the world heareth them. We are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Elizabeth from Georgia will now read. The Bible, Job. There is a spirit in man, and the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. John, the hour cometh, and now is, 
when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. 1 Corinthians Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. Let no man deceive himself. If any man among you seemeth to be wise in this world, let him become a fool, that he he may be wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written, He taketh the wise in their own craftiness. And ye are Christ's, and Christ is God's. Matthew And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. And seeing the multitudes, he went up into a mountain, and he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Ye shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits ye shall know them. Not every one that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils? And in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Fear them not, therefore, for there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed and hid that shall not be known. Hebrews For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Luke And it came to pass that when Jesus was returned, the people gladly received him. 
for they were all waiting for him. And a woman having an issue of blood twelve years, which had spent all her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any, came behind him and touched the border of his garment. And immediately her issue of blood stanched. And Jesus said, Who touched me? When all denied, Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude throng thee and press thee, and sayest thou who touched me? And Jesus said, Somebody hath touched me, for I perceive that virtue is gone out of me. And when the woman saw that she was not hid, she came trembling and falling down before him, she declared unto him before all the people for what cause she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. And he said unto her, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace. 1 Corinthians But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man? save the spirit of man which is in him. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God. Now we have received, not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you and will be a father unto you. And ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty.
Bruce will now read. I will read correlative passages from the Christian Science textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. Firmament, Spiritual Understanding, the scientific line of demarcation between truth and error, between spirit and so-called matter. Spiritual understanding by which human conception, material sense, is separated from truth is the firmament. Spirit imparts the understanding which uplifts consciousness and leads into all truth. The psalmist saith, The Lord on high is mightier than the noise of many waters, yea, than the mighty waves of the sea. Spiritual sense is the discernment of spiritual good. Understanding is the line of demarcation between the real and unreal. Spiritual understanding unfolds mind, life, truth, and love, and demonstrates the divine sense, giving the spiritual proof of the universe in Christian science. This understanding is not intellectual, is not the result of scholarly attainments. It is the reality of all things brought to light. God's ideas reflect the immortal, unerring, and infinite. The mortal, erring, and finite are human beliefs, which apportion to themselves a task impossible for them, that of distinguishing between the false and the true. Objects utterly unlike the original do not reflect that original. Therefore, matter not being the reflection of spirit, has no real entity. Understanding is a quality of God, a quality which separates Christian science from supposition and makes truth final. Remember Jesus who nearly 19 centuries ago demonstrated the power of spirit and said, He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. And who also said, But the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Jesus taught but one God, one Spirit, 
who makes man in the image and likeness of himself, of spirit, not of matter. Man reflects infinite truth, life, and love. The nature of man thus understood includes all that is implied by the terms image and likeness as used in Scripture. It is recorded that Jesus, as he once journeyed with his students, knew their thoughts, read them scientifically. In like manner, he discerned disease and healed the sick. After the same method, events of great moment were foretold by the Hebrew prophets. Our master rebuked the lack of this power when he said, O ye hypocrites, ye can discern the face of the sky, but can ye not discern the signs of the times? Both Jew and Gentile may have had acute corporeal senses, but mortals need spiritual sense. Jesus once asked, Who touched me? Supposing this inquiry to be occasioned by physical contact alone, his disciple answered, The multitude throng thee. Jesus knew, as others did not, that it was not matter, but mortal mind whose touch called for aid. Repeating his inquiry, he was answered by the faith of a sick woman. His quick apprehension of this mental call illustrated his spirituality. The disciples' misconception of it uncovered their materiality. To divest thought of false trusts and material evidences in order that the spiritual facts of being may appear, this is the great attainment by means of which we shall sweep away the false and give place to the true. Thus we may establish in truth the temple or body whose builder and maker is God. Christian scientists must live under the constant pressure of the apostolic command to come out from the material world and be separate. Paul said, to be spiritually minded is life. We approach God or life in proportion to our spirituality, our fidelity to truth and love. And in that ratio, we know all human need and are able to discern the thought of the sick and the sinning for the purpose of healing them.
Error of any kind cannot hide from the law of God. The science of Christianity is misinterpreted by a material age, for it is the healing influence of spirit, not spirits, which the material senses cannot comprehend, which can only be spiritually discerned. Creeds, doctrines, and human hypotheses do not express Christian science, much less can they demonstrate it. In reality, the more closely error simulates truth, and so-called matter resembles its essence, mortal mind, the more impotent error becomes as a belief. The nearer a false belief approaches truth without passing the boundary where, having been destroyed by divine love, it ceases to be even an illusion. The riper be becomes for destruction. The more material the belief the more obvious its error, until divine spirit, supreme in its domain, dominates all matter, and man is found in the likeness of spirit, his original being. The broadest facts array the most falsities against themselves for they bring error from under cover. It requires courage to utter truth, for the higher truth lifts her voice, the louder will error scream until its inarticulate sound is forever silenced in oblivion. Let us feel the divine energy of spirit, bringing us into newness of life and recognizing no mortal nor material power as able to destroy. Let us rejoice that we are subject to the divine powers that be. Such is the true science of being. Any other theory of life or God is delusive and mythological. The calm, strong currents of true spirituality, the manifestations of which are health, purity, and self-immolation, must deepen human experience until the beliefs of material existence are seen to be a bald imposition and sin, disease, and death give everlasting place to the scientific demonstration of divine spirit and to God's spiritual perfect man. Rise in the strength of spirit to resist all that is unlike good. 
God has made man capable of this, and nothing can vitiate the ability and power divinely bestowed on man. Let's now have a moment of silent prayer for our world. Let's now sing hymn number 208. The words of this hymn are by Mary Baker Eddy. O gentle presence, peace and joy and power, O life divine that owns each waiting hour, Thou love that guards the nestling's faltering flight, Keep thou, my child, on upward wing tonight. Hymn number 208.
Let's now sing hymn number 121. How blessed are they whose hearts are pure. From guile their thoughts are free. To them shall God reveal himself. They shall his glory see. Hymn number 121. from the Christian Science textbook. The scientific statement of being and the correlative passages from 4 John, third chapter. There is no life, truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter. All is infinite mind and is infinite manifestation. For God is all in all. Spirit is immortal truth. Matter is mortal error. Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. 
Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore, man is not material, he is spiritual. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not, because he knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we should be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that had this hope in him purified himself, even as he is pure. Galatians Beloved, if we so love, if God so loved us, we also to love one another. No man has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and his love is perfect in us. Amen. <laughs>